Hey fans, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Shrine. This is Cookie Rojas, Senior Vice President and General Manager here of your New Orleans Baby Cakes. We've got a great show coming up, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. And now, welcome to Inside the Shrine with your host, Cookie Rojas, along with Cakes announcer Tim Gross. Cakes Baseball, the road to the big leagues goes through the Big Easy. So sit back and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to Inside the Shrine. I'm joined here in the studio by the voice of the New Orleans Baby Cakes, Mr. Tim Grubbs. How's it going, Tim? It's going great. Good to be here. All right. So now uh, the team last night, uh, this is being uh, recorded on uh, on Thursday. The team last night, tough loss. A um, couple of miscues, you know, in certain circumstances that came back to bite us. Um, the team had a five-game winning streak, which was a pretty good winning streak at home for, for right. Zephyrs and Cakes. It's been a while. And we were so close to getting to you know the six-game winning streak, which I think Dave said would have been the longest streak at home in six years. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. even realize that. Yeah, that's what he said. So it was pretty interesting to see. It was a tough one last night. But you've been with the team now. We're into what? This is going to be game 27 mm-hmm. uh, of the season so far. Tell us, you know, what you've tell tell fans what you think, what you've seen, and you know what your feelings are on the team right now. Well, I think it's a pretty good team. I mean, obviously, the starting pitching is is fantastic at times. Most of the time, it's been really good. And when we win, we typically get a very good start, and then you know what I mean, and set the team up for for success. It, and, I, and I'm sure that's with every team, but that seems like what we're seeing. I know when I talk to KJ, he's like, you know, we're not playing our best baseball yet. Um, you know, over the course of the weekend in Round Rock, I thought we pretty much were. Mm. At least that's the best I've seen. You know, in the first two games against the Memphis series, it's the best I've seen, you know, of this club. And we seemed like we were getting some clutch hits, mm. getting them at the right time. We're not scoring a ton of runs. Right. You know, early in the year we were scoring a lot of runs, but we were also giving up a lot of runs. And I think the new baseball has definitely been a factor. Yeah. Um, I think talking to Ron, uh, you know, does color for us. He mentioned it too, that the ball seems to be popping off the battle. Yeah, we had nine homers in April last year, and we had 33 this year. And I know it's a different team, but still, that's that's very alarming. Uh, Baseball America has the stat. uh, Last April, it was one out of every 45 at-bats, and AAA was a homer. This year, it's one out of every 23. Wow. Um, Only in, in April. And as the weather warms up, we all know the ball jumps more. Yeah. So and this is the same baseball they use at the major league level. The major league level, yeah. yeah. So um, one of the quick questions I wanted to ask you is um, this year the rule has been in effect where instead of having, I think it's eight visits, now we're down to six visits. Now we're down to five. Five. Yeah. Okay. So wh- have you seen it impact the games on either side here home or on the road? We've only exhausted it once. And it happened with two outs in the ninth. So I don't, you know what gotcha. I mean? The fact that that fifth visit was right then right, is kind of like, right. well, I don't even really count it right. as exhausted. Um, going back to last year, I definitely think so. Yeah. Um, I think the the random third baseman or shortstop walking to the mound yeah. has stopped. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I don't know if it's really sped. I think in general it's probably sped the game up, but I don't know if it really has that much. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like the clock. I like, even though they never really call the pitch clock violations, I, I haven't like the, seen that. Yeah. The in between inning clock. Yeah. I think yeah. just in general, I think all of these little things, you know, are probably adding up to save a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. We're not talking anything substantial. Instead of a three-hour game, maybe it's two hours and fifty-five minutes. But mm-hmm. I think in the, I think we have to keep heading this direction. I think yeah, I think you're right. I, my my uh, one of my uh, sons sent me uh, a tweet that someone posted a side-by-side of Price pitching last year in the uh, 
in the series against, I think it was the Yankees last year, and then Mike Torres pitching against the Yankees in 1978. And in the time that Price threw two pitches, um, Torres had already thrown three, and the third pitch had gotten Chris Chambliss out at first base. You know, so you you, you saw the pace the was pace is different. different. Yeah, and you don't recall that as a kid. I, I mean, I guess it really wasn't an issue. But I think going back, I think it's going to get better because I think these rules are being implemented now with the younger kids. And I, I think so. Yeah. I mean, what the problem is is that strikeouts are at an all time. Last year was the first year in Major League history there were more strikeouts than hits. Wow. Um, the home run totals, like we talked about with the ball, are, are astronomical. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know these guys are because of the shifts. The, the analytics and all that sort of the, – the, because of the – there's more emphasis on swinging upward, mm. you know, and all, to try to hit home runs, mm-hmm. which means you're going to strike out more. There's going to be a lot more fly balls. There's going to be a lot more foul balls. And when you start thinking about it, when it all starts adding up to why the games are taking so long, and I don't really know how you can really – unless you get rid of the shifts, and right. I don't know how much mm. you really can govern when it comes to that. I know – the commissioner seems like he's on it. Like they're working on some things. Like yeah. you hear rumors and some things about moving the mound back, which I think would be extreme measure. I don't think that's one thing happen. that I mean. Sitting in the fan, sitting with the fans during games. One of the things uh, I was talking to one fan was they liked the extra inning rule that we have with the guy starting. I love uh, it. Second, I think it expedites the game and it's, and it's, it's like a power play. Like yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It is like you get to the tenth the and the runners on. on second base, and it's. I feel like it's. Very aggressive and yeah. see how managers handle it and all that. Mm. I love the rule, Al. Yeah. Um, I think and one of the things that the fan and I were talking about was, like, he would love to see that in the major leagues during the regular season only. I agree. You know, during the regular season only, you have the rule. Once you get into the playoffs. Once you get to the playoffs. That's it. It's regular, regular rules. This is I agree. Yeah, I don't think they – I would hate to see Game 7 of the World Series yeah. come down to a – yeah, a like quirky a ma- rule. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, you know, and people are like, well, well, then why would you want game number 98 of a regular season? Well, I mean, they have 162 yeah, games. It's a lot of games. You know, yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and I can tell you right now is, that, one, I wouldn't want to be at a 15-inning Major League Baseball game. I'd rather it be over in 10, right. you know, or 11 if that's mm-hmm. what it is. And the reality of it is there's been so many times I've seen a team get derailed because they've had to play like a 16 or 17 inning True. game True. and then you do you put all your efforts into that and then you end up losing a couple games after that because yeah. your bullpen's spent or yeah. you get guys injured and I think it's just I think major league baseball should yeah I think it's a rule that should go and Initially, I wasn't sure what I would think of it but yeah. I love it no, now but I do like it All right so let's talk a little bit about this team uh, we've had some player movement some players going up some players going down uh, the way we're recording today on Thursday the 2nd of May the way the team is constituted now, we've got some additions. We've got Brinson, who'll be coming to us pretty soon. Uh, I think we got a pretty good outfield. We have a um, very good outfield. You know, and, and I don't know how they're going to play all these right, guys. Right, right. That's my, um, yeah. You know, I would imagine Pete O'Brien will play some first base, mm-hmm. you know, because they're going to want to get regular at-bats for right. for Monty Harrison and, and for Brinson and yeah. for O'Brien. You know what I mean? And Austin Dean. You start thinking about you know, and then you got Harold Ramirez, a guy yeah. that I don't think they're talking about a whole lot in Miami, mm-hmm. but he's just as good as all these guys, if not yeah. maybe better. I yeah. mean, I I've been very impressed by him and Gabriel Guerrero. Of course, uh, he has the good name. I mean, yeah. and, you know, I mean, and everybody knows his lineage and all that stuff. He's off to a slow start, but you know, you see his arm in the outfield. His his outfield defense is is mm. tremendous, mm. and uh, you know, when he gets a hold of the ball, he does have a couple of homers. Yeah. Just, 
I, I, we've got some guys. I don't know how they're going to. Yeah. That's that's a major problem for KJ right yeah. now, Just our manager. How to get these guys at bats? How do you guys get these? I mean, last know? night we saw Harold come in as a pinch hitter. Right. You know what I mean? And you know, I mean, he had to get got a day on off. base. Right, you know, he, got he got on base, got on he base. smacked yeah, the base yeah, hit. Yeah, so. You know, so, and then obviously uh, a guy that had a decent season here last year, Magnaris Sierra, is in double-A right now. And I don't think he's in double-A because they didn't think he he needed to be in double-A because they need to get regular right. at-bats for him. And I think he was the guy that, like, oh, I got a log jam. You got a log jam You right got a log jam here, yeah. especially now with Princeton. So, yeah, yeah I don't – That's it's going to be difficult to see how these guys get in. We have National League games mm-hmm. for the next couple of weeks as we got Oklahoma Dodgers coming in, and then we play the Brewers for a couple of weeks, their teams. So, yeah, you don't even have that DH right. where you can get those at-bats. Yeah. So with that, now we shift over to our pitching staff. Zach Gallen getting his second uh, PCL uh, Player of the Week, Pitcher of the Week award. Yeah, something we haven't had since 2001. Yeah. And something that hasn't happened in the league in since since 2008. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty impressive. You know, a lot of times a guy wins his – Pitcher of the week, they're either going to fall off because it's the curse of Sports Illustrated, or they're going to get called <laughs> up. You know, and it, it's yeah. just one of those things. And he's been great. And I don't know if I recall a month of just solid starts from one guy as impressive. Yeah. Every start, like when he walks a guy, when he gets three balls on a guy, it's almost like alarming. Like, whoa, what, what, yeah, what's wrong what's with that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he got three one on a batter the other day in the first inning, and I was thinking, oh, he might not. This might be the game. He's not as sharp. I don't think he had a three ball count again the rest of the game. He's just been locked in. He's yeah. so locked in, and, and he's, he's, he's so. Been great. You see him in the dugout on non game, like non pitching days. He's you know he's cheering on the guys. He's laid back. He mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be. He just goes out there and does his job. Yeah, it doesn't seem yeah. like it phases him. Not you at know, all. he seems. You know, and I, hey, and I think a year, you know, he obviously came up with the Cardinals. We saw him with Memphis, mm-hmm. uh, made a start against us in 2017, and then he got traded that winter. And, you know, he was young. Mm-hmm. He was a kid that was just drafted out of North Carolina the year before. Mm-hmm. So I think he knew that he got to AAA really quickly, and and I think he kind of mm-hmm. knows his spot now. And now I would imagine it's just a matter of time. Yeah. You know, how many more starts does he need? How much more seasoning? Right. But I always, Miami doesn't want to rush him. That's you good. Know, so. It'll be a win. It'll be a win for us when he does get called up. Absolutely, hopefully he stays up there. So yeah, yeah no, so. and I feel the same with Austin Dean. We yeah. obviously know his bat yeah. is good enough. He yeah. went up there and had what a four-hit night, yep. his second night up in the big leagues. But yeah. you know, it's just a matter of making sure these guys are the finished product. Yeah, that's right. So, Tim, uh, we thank you again for coming in the studio, and uh, we'll talk some more cakes baseball in the next segment. Thank All you. Right. Sounds good. Respect. It's more than a word. In the U.S. Army, it's one of our core values, earned through selfless service to our nation and making a difference both at home and abroad. On the Army team, respect is earned daily. And now, in addition to earning respect, you may earn up to $40,000 in bonuses if you qualify. To learn more, visit GoArmy.com bonus or call 1-800-USA-ARMY. Paid for by the U.S. Army. People who need imaging exams, such as MRI or CT scans, are often told by their doctor to have them done at the hospital. What the doctor may not know is that the hospital often charges extra for radiology services or even the use of the imaging center. That's why people say no thank you to the hospital and instead choose diagnostic imaging services. We often perform quality imaging exams at a much more affordable rate. There's no need to sacrifice quality for cost. Visit www.disnola.com to learn more. This is Skip Bertman for the championship team at Gulf Coast Bank and Trust. I'm often asked, what makes a winning team? It's really pretty simple. Commitment. 
knowledge, and passion for the game. Gulf Coast Bank is committed to our community, passionate about our customers and home run hitters when it comes to knowing how to help their clients make important financial decisions. Stop by any branch today and meet this championship locally owned banking team at Gulf Coast Bank, the bank that cares about you. Member FDIC. Welcome back, Cakes fans. I'm joined here in the studio at the Shrine on Airline by Miss Ashley Holiday. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. No problem, no problem. So, Ashley, you are married to our uh, one of our catchers on the squad this year. Um, and can you tell us a little bit about what it's like? I mean, um, you've got two wonderful kids. You, you, you're here with your daughter right now in the studio. You have your, your son as well. Um, but the demands on being a wife, a mom of a professional athlete must be very difficult. So tell me what it's like, especially now, because you've been in Detroit. You know, he's been in Boston. He's been with you know, major leagues. He was in Miami, I think, most of last year, if not all of last year. And then to be back in AAA, what's, what's something like that like? Um, definitely coming back to AAA is a little bit different just because, you know, it's a different kind of lifestyle and family room is different and all that kind of stuff. But for us, being closer to Texas was a huge uh, you know, like gotcha. decision. So whenever, you know, we didn't make the team in Miami and we had other options on the table, Brian and I kind of looked at each other like, if we're going to go back to AAA, let's at least be somewhere familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, New Orleans, we love New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Brian has spent multiple trips here and I've come out here at least two or three times. We have friends outside of baseball that live here. That's cool. Um, right. So it kind of made it feel like home really fast, you know. Gotcha. And it must be um, – like for you, like with the kids, um, first off, so our listeners will know, how old are the kids? So our oldest, Thomas, is six, and Adeline is three. Gotcha. So what's that like in terms of like, so Adeline right now, I'm assuming, uh, isn't in, I don't know, pre-K. I forgot. Yeah, I told you, my, <laughs> when we were talking before this, my kids are much older, so I forget what ages kids start school. My wife's going to kill me. But <laughs> like, how's that like to, to, to deal with the kids and the education? Um, so I'll, I'll give a little like, rundown story so brian and i got married in 2012 found out we were pregnant wasn't on the 40-man roster my mom was like what are y'all doing (laughs) um i was working remotely for a law firm and i was like i don't really know what we're doing but i think it's god's timing not ours and literally the next month brian got called up to the big league so life changed and salary changed and benefits changed and it was a blessing. Now, also, if you remember, the Tigers went to the World Series in 2012. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So 2012 was a crazy, crazy year. Hmm. Um, the whole time I was pregnant, I, the first question I always get asked was, what are you all going to do whenever your kids start school? Yeah. And I was like, start school? We got, like, so much time. <laughs> I'm like, catchers, you know, to have a 10-year career is crazy being a catcher. And now this year, Thomas started kindergarten. And it was one of those things like, oh, whoa, like we've made it. We've, we've made it that long that we have to sit here and talk about our decisions and our choices. And luckily, I feel like in baseball, you're blessed with so many friends that have done it. So you oh, have true, yeah. so many mentors that give you even an opinion of, hey, this is what we did when school started. And um, actually, Donnie Kelly that played here mm-hmm. and in Miami, the, she, Carrie's been a great leader to me and to Brian really Mm. and so she gave me tons of different resources to check out and then we met with our school in Fort Worth and they were pretty like you know what like no one gets this lifestyle so y'all do what's best for your family and we decided staying together is 
yeah. a massive part of it. So mm-hmm. they gave us work for the end of the year, and we unenrolled Thomas, and we've kind of been homeschooling-ish. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's worked out great, yeah. I think. Well, he's here all the time. He's ready to play. So if yeah. you notice, he'll like do some of his work in the like cafeteria room, and then he's out there doing something that who knows whenever it's going to end, right? No, that's like, true. And you can't buy those moments back. Yeah. So yeah. that part is what we stick to right now. Yeah. I was listening to a uh, a podcast the other day when I was I was running, and um, it had Ben Stiller. It was a Conan O'Brien podcast. He's not a sponsor, but we're promoting <laughs> uh, Conan O'Brien. And he was talking to Ben Stiller, and he grew up in a family whose parents were both uh, actors, and and they would do all kinds of things. And that was similar to what you're talking about now. It was a, it was an education that he received that you know every other child, my children, would never have experienced something like that though. So that's interesting. I got to sit down with. Um Matt Holiday's wife, right? So out of all the holidays, you know, none of them spell it the same way. So, <laughs> but everybody asked. They're all related. Right. Um, one time Matt Holiday was batting and Brian was catching and he was like, well, man, we've got to be related. And Brian looked at him and was like, if that's the case, like I did not get the same genes because Matt Holiday is huge and Leslie's a sweetheart. And I randomly, you know, got to sit with her and I was like, what did y'all do? And what did what do you wish you would have done? Cause Matt right. has played for so long. And she was like, Ashley, our best decision was when we decided to stop caring about the school system so much. And we started being together and mm-hmm. she was like, my kids have taken batting practice at Yankee stadium. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And she's like, and then at the same time they can sit down in an adult dinner and act totally normal because they had to, like and they experienced they've been around it. And right. exposed and exactly. That's a good point. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. So, so in terms of like uh, um, you, you, you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, you were doing some remote work. Um, I mean, your day must be occupied, obviously, taking care of uh, of the children, taking care of yourself. And also, my wife would always say, we have four kids. She would always say, I have five because of me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what's that like for you? I mean, are, does he, you know, do you, do you just help him, let him focus on what he's got to do to try to get back up to the big leagues? Or how does that work? Um, so I would say that, Brian and I have a very weak co-parent hardcore. I used to say all the time, like, Brian gets home at night, and you would think, like, he's exhausted, right? Yeah. Like, especially being down here, yes, he's getting the opportunity to play a lot more. Mm-hmm. And with that comes, he's a catcher. He's squatting. Very good Who defensive knows? catcher, too. He like, can really, you know, throw it over there. So, And that's his big, you know, part of the job. And I think he, when it comes to the kids at night, he – comes home and he knows that he hasn't got to spend that much time with them. So we do, we switch to a baseball schedule. Our kids stay up till probably midnight <laughs> and they sleep till 11. So, but that's, yeah. that's what works because right. then we do get that time after the game with Brian and he's hands on. I mean, bath time is his thing and he right. loves it. Um, in the mornings it's, you know, definitely the time that we get to play. Thomas would play, probably play baseball 24 7 if he had the choice you know but definitely like as we've gotten older in the sport and then trying to make it back to the big leagues obviously Brian's like I'm kind of kind of sore this morning I'm like okay yeah like Thomas we can't throw the ball 600 times this morning dad's gonna throw the ball 600 (laughs) times later tonight so that's unbelievable and Uh, and it's great though because you 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 were able to you know make it work you guys worked at it together I think that was I think that's one of the most important things I think people need to remember is in my house my mom was the boss you know everything you know ran through my mom and 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 now that we're doing this especially for Mother's Day it's something that people have to realize you know not every 
lifestyle. Not everything works for everyone. You have to figure out what makes it the best for the, the couple and the family. So you're obviously making it work. What about you? Like what, what are you looking to do? I know for, for Kristen, my wife, she elected to, you know, when we first got married and we had our kids, she was working outside the home. And then she, she basically, we had a good conversation and she told me she felt better being able to be with the kids. And so she put her life on hold, uh, in essence, for almost 10 years raising our kids. Um, she finally got back into the workforce and, you know, the outside of the home, because I can't, I can't say that's not work. It's a lot of work, you know, managing a household. <laughs> what is it something that you that you're looking to do like down the road? Um, I don't know. We got really blessed in 2014. Um, we had obviously been with the Tigers for a couple of years and a lot of the wives there had all kind of been there for a while. And we were like, Hey, why don't, why are we not more involved in the community? Yes. Like we're married to a baseball player, so they can't be. Um, and so Erica Scherzer and I took it a on ourselves to really pull us all together and really start working in the community. So Brian and I as a family, as we've gotten more involved in our Fort Worth community, I like that part of being involved in a community and reaching out in our community and seeing where we can help. Um, Adeline, when she was born about, mm, I guess it was like eight days, eight to 10 days, she had RSV. And we literally had been living in Florida for a majority of our life. And so I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. what is this? And it, cause in Florida, you don't, it's not as common, but when it gets cold and you have another one that's in preschool and he's coming home and bringing it to her. So we had to spend three nights in our children's hospital mm. and your eyes are opened when you realize that some people, this is a lot longer than three days. Yeah. Um, and so we have a phenomenal children's hospital in our neighborhood that, we try and do something with every off season and what they do is phenomenal. And I, this year we met with cooks children's hospital again. And I told him, I was like, Brian and I would love to make this a continual working relationship because it is about giving back. We've gotten very blessed with baseball and we've, we just haven't got to super plant roots somewhere, you know, to do it. But back home, that's, we both went to TCU and, I felt like when that happened, there were so many other kids on the floor that were flown in. I'm like, flown in? Wow. We just we because just got in the it. car and drove drove here. <laughs> like, because, yeah, that's true. I mean, so I mean, that the state's part, so big. So and the services, I'm sure, they are exceptional. So mm-hmm. wow. so I think, regardless of how baseball shakes out, I think we'll definitely always be looking to do something in the community outreach reach field. Well, hopefully we can. Um, I know later on this season. Uh, we're lining up something right now with the uh, players, um, and they'll be going to Children's Hospital, who uh, is one of our partners here in New Orleans. Um, hopefully, he won't be here. Hopefully, he'll be with Miami, uh, with the big club. But uh, that was really, really wonderful, and hopefully, we can get some of the wives involved in that in that visit as well. Yeah. So. Um, I want to thank you very much for taking the time out of your schedule to sit down. I know it's hectic and crazy. I think um, they like delayed batting practice today. <laughs> so Brian was like, it'll, it'll be fine. I can watch the kids for a little bit. Of okay, so this, Brian's a very first one here kind of person. So I was like, okay, so if they delayed batting practice, that means that you get like an extra 30 minutes. I'm like, I don't, okay, sure. But it worked out. It worked out good. That's so. awesome. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. And we appreciate no you coming Thank out to you. the games and the kids. And, and, and if there's anything we can do while you're here, let us know. We've enjoyed it. Awesome. Thank you. All right, folks, sit back, relax, and we'll be back with the rest of the show.
Why wait until lunch to get that golden crispy chicken you love from Chick-fil-A when you can get it for breakfast? Put some mini in your morning with Chick-fil-A's Chicken Minis. Mouth-watering golden nuggets nestled in soft pillowy rolls with a light touch of honey butter. Available until 10.30 a.m. What's ice creamy and orangey and brightens your day in a single sip? The new Frosted Sunrise from Chick-fil-A. Hand-spun with Chick-fil-A's famous vanilla ice cream and refreshing Simply Orange Juice. So hurry into Chick-fil-A before the sun sets on this seasonal favorite. Shopping for your new car, truck, van, or SUV shouldn't be a hassle. We make it easy with a big selection and even bigger savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event at Royal Honda. From Civic to Accord, CRV to Pilot. At Royal Honda, we're putting the dream in your driveway. Royal Honda, the dealership that's different. 5600 Veterans Memorial Boulevard in Metairie. Shop hundreds of vehicles online at royalhonda.com. This summer, take a jaunt down the road to a southern paradise where the people move to a beat of their own. Experience Jefferson Parish, a family fun getaway with unique attractions, familiar faces, and once-in-a-lifetime memories. In Jefferson Parish, you can come face-to-face with nature, tee up a good time, or savor the spice known around the world. To discover an unforgettable adventure, go to visitjeffersonparish.com. It's where New Orleans plays. Hey, fans, welcome back to Inside the Shrine. We really appreciate you being here and listening to us. And hopefully if you're driving, your hands were at 10 and 2 and you're obeying all the traffic lights and traffic signals out there. Uh, listen, do me a huge favor. Send me a uh, question. Reach out to us at Cakes Baseball on Twitter or, or post something on Instagram or Facebook, any of your social media platforms. Uh, you can reach uh, uh, our guest, uh, Mr. Tim Grubbs, on uh, Twitter at uh, at at Mr. Tim Grubbs, and you can also reach me at the Cookie Rojas on Twitter and send me your questions as well. And we'll definitely give you a shout out if you're local. Maybe we'll give you some more love as well. So we'd love to hear from you. And also rate and review us. It helps us obviously on any of the platforms that you're listening to us. Um, we hope you enjoy this week's show. And uh, once again, I'm Cookie Rojas, Senior Vice President, and General Manager of the New Orleans Baby Cakes, and I approve this podcast. <laughs> 